السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولتكملوا العدة ولتكبروا الله على ما هداكم ولعلكم تشكرون صدق الله العظيم Alhamdulillah, we've gone through the majority of the month of Ramadan and Alhamdulillah, in a few days, we'll be completing this blessed month and having our Eid and continuing into the rest of the entire year. And inshallah, I just wanted to mention three main points um, today as reminders for myself and everybody. Um, number one is these last moments of the month of Ramadan the virtues of them and number two the night of Eid and the night uh, leading to the day of Eid which could be tonight or it could be tomorrow night and then finally the day of Eid and usually we would do this uh, later on um, in person or at the masjid but due to the fact that you know we don't have the masjid right now inshallah I'll mention these uh, guidelines and these advices today so the first thing to understand is Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us uh, a lot of bounties and these bounties in the way of the month of Ramadan and the even the fasting of the month of Ramadan, the standing up and all those aspects and all those actions that we have done in this month of Ramadan. And sometimes people think, you know, uh, the f Friday before the last Friday of the month of Ramadan is a... Uh, it's a very uh, special festival or something like that. But what's important to realize is that this is just uh, the entire month of Ramadan is blessed. And especially since the month of Ramadan is the month where out of all the months, this is a special month. The day of Friday out of all the days is a very special day. So this makes us, a, you know, a double, uh, uh, you know, uh, double virtues that we have the month of Ramadan and including with the month of Ramadan we also have the day of Friday. So this is something that we have to kind of realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has again given us uh, opportunity and virtue so that we can come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now in these days, you know, last moments I would say, you know, the last few hours, you know, uh, tonight inshallah if they see the moon that means tomorrow will be the day of Eid. And if they don't see the moon, then we will continue fasting on to Saturday. And then the day of um, Eid will be on Sunday. The internal feelings that we have in this month. The internal feelings that we have in this month especially as we're coming to an end, is that we should have a lot of gratitude, a lot of happiness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a lot of shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us these opportunities and to giving us the tawfiq to do good actions. And when we think about it, there's so many people out there that have not gotten this virtue in the month of Ramadan, not, have not, their, their, their month of Ramadan was just like any other month. So having this gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us from those individuals 
that use this month and try to follow and obey and come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And another thing is that while we're having this gratitude and this shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's very important that we don't devalue what we've done. And what happens is a lot of times people think that, you know, I prayed, I gave my charity, I did my tilawat of Quran, I read my Quran, but it wasn't good enough and it wasn't uh, uh, significant enough. So they think it to be low. Whereas we're supposed to have shukr and thankfulness on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even allowed us to do those actions. So when we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, uh, uh, it's only through your blessings and only through your mercy that I was even able to fast, that I was even able to read some Quran. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in return will increase us. And this is something very important that we know our actions, you know, no matter what we do, they're not going to be the best actions. But the reality is, is our actions are still a gift and a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we shouldn't have, uh, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't have ingratefulness where we think that our actions are very bad. But we should have gratefulness that only through uh, uh, the tawfiq and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this gift was given to me. Or else I would, I have nothing that from my own self that I can pray, that I can fast, that I can do any action. So for each of those uh, uh, actions that we've done in these days, in these nights, the nights of Ramadan, the days of Ramadan, we should be very thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for the shortcomings, we should be asking istighfar. Right? Istighfar is for the shortcomings, whereas a person has reliance on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. None of us think that, you know, because of the actions that we're doing, you know, when a person is praying, nobody thinks that, oh, I, I did such a good prayer that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be amazed and happy with what I did. And rather what we think about is the fact that I did a prayer and that was a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But I know there was so many shortcomings. I, I, I was thinking about something else. I couldn't concentrate. And, you know, there were so many shortcomings. And what happened with that is I wasn't able to fulfill the rights. And then what do you do? You rely on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is what we're supposed to be doing. Keeping our actions in regard to uh, uh, the tawfiq and the enablement that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, but having our sight and our uh, tawakkul on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants, He can uh, accept anything. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants even the best action, it, it won't be good enough. So it all depends on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is why we should be striving to get this mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the last few moments of this month of Ramadan, we're going to see that in this month, these last moments, that the consideration and the, uh, the point of detail is taken at the last moments, meaning that at the end of an action, when we pray, what do we say right after we say Assalamu alaikum, Assalamu alaikum? We say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Why do we say that? We're reminding ourselves that, you know, uh, I just prayed, but I don't know if it was good or not. And then we ask Allahumma anta salam, and then we say istighfar. And similarly, in these last moments of this month of Ramadan, you know, just so we realize if we haven't used this month the way that we should be, then there's still time that we can still. Uh, uh, implement and bring ourselves closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I mentioned this before that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he had 
uh, an incident where he said, Amin. On the member, he, he took a step on the member and the Prophet ﷺ, he had three steps on the member. And he would sit on the third step. And so he took one step and he said, Amin. He took another step and he said, Amin. And he took a third and last step and he said, Amin. So the companions, عنهم, they asked the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Rasulullah, you know, we've seen you do something that you, you don't usually do. When you take a... Uh, uh, a step into the onto the member. You don't really say Amin, Amin, Amin. So he said Jibrail salam came to me and he made dua. And so from this uh, uh, incident and this hadith, we really learn the value of the month of Ramadan. And especially if we haven't used it the way we want to use the month of Ramadan in the last portions, in the last uh, uh, you know you can say 24 hours or less than 24 hours, right? The last 10 hours. Possibly, you know, unless uh, we don't see the moon, then it will continue on, inshallah. But in the last portions of this month of Ramadan, we see that on the first step, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Ameen, to those that their parents or one of their parents, they reach into an old age and they're not able to get their, uh, their mercy and their forgiveness. And so, even though it's very easy, you know, a person... They, they just do something, one, one uh, uh, khidmat or one service they do to their parents. And we know how our parents are. They just start making dua and they're very grateful for anything that we do, even though we're not deserving of it. So we see that even a little bit that we do for the parents, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He promises His, uh, His mercy for us. So the Prophet sallallahu He said, Amin to that dua, that a person may be cursed, that his parents or one of his parents, they enter into old age. And he's not able to get the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the second step, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he took a step onto the member, he said, Amin again. And through this time, he said that Jibreel alayhi came and he said, may the one that your name is mentioned and he doesn't send salutations upon you, may he be cursed. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi he said, Amin again. And so in this regard, we see every single thing that we have in deen. Whether it's the ahadith, the uh, uh, narrations, and the ayat of Quran, the sunnahs of the Prophet ﷺ, whatever it may be, everything is due to the Prophet ﷺ. We didn't even know that Laylatul Qadr could be Laylatul Qadr unless it was for the Prophet ﷺ. There's no way for us to find out, no way for us to strive to get this night. So, a person that's done such sacrifices and such, uh, uh, you know, care for us, for the ummah of the Prophet ﷺ. And when his name is being mentioned, we can't even send a dua to him. That's a very uh, uh, stingy person. That's a very crude person. That after uh, so many bounties and after so much a person has done for you, you can't even say thank you. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Amin to that dua also. And it's very easy to send salutations upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You know, whenever we see Rasulullah or Muhammad or the Prophet or Nabi, we say sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's a very simple uh, uh, salutations to send upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The last one, the last person that the person uh, that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said Amin to, is that when a person uh, uh, enters into the month of Ramadan. With all its bounties and all its mercies and all the good things that this month has. And they leave this month of Ramadan without getting the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
without getting the the forgiveness and maghfirat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said that, yes, I mean to the person that, that uh, enters into this month but doesn't get uh, the mercy, may he be destroyed. Maybe he cursed. Now you imagine um, we have few hours, right? Imagine that we don't even, uh, imagine that the day of Eid is uh, tomorrow. How are we going to react? You know, everybody has this procrastination mind. That, you know, I'll do this tomorrow, I'll do this the next odd night, I'll do it the next night. How long are we going to keep putting it off? And in these last moments, it could be such that these are the last moments of this month. And after this, there is no more month of Ramadan. The Prophet ﷺ in one hadith, he mentions that one Jumu'ah, one Friday to another Friday, one, uh, um, uh, uh, one month of Ramadan to another month of Ramadan, all of the sins of a person and all the small deeds, uh, small evil deeds a person does, they will be forgiven. So just imagine that, are we going to get this? And then we, we see uh, another narration that the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions that for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for every single day in the time of iftar, he has alfu alfu min nar that he has many thousands and thousands of people that he he decrees that will not be in the hellfire. And similarly, that on, on the last day, the last night of the Shahr Ramadan, on the, on the, in this blessed month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, uh, um, he frees more people on this last night of the month of Ramadan than the entire beginning of the month. Meaning, remember the hadith the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he says, uh, and in another narration he mentions now all of this fasting and staying up when is this going to come to an end when it comes to an end then the next part of the hadith that when a person stands the days of Ramadan and a person uh, I mean the person fasts the days of Ramadan and stands the nights of Ramadan then his past sins are all forgiven. When, this, when is this going to happen? This is going to happen on the day that we know, on the night that we know that the next day is Eid. On that night, when a person knows that now the month of Ramadan is done, now we have fulfilled the first part of this hadith, of both of these ahadith. So now what happens? The second part comes in. This is... Now, after the fasting is done, after the standing up is done, now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives His reward. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives His, uh, the salary to the employees. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the gifts that we've all been waiting for. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He forgives the sins of all of the, the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this night, the last uh, night of the month of Ramadan, usually what happens is uh, we, we think that now the month of Ramadan is done, the shayateen are out, we've missed our friends, our shayateen. So now everybody starts, you know, parting it up and they start disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, getting involved in things that are not appropriate and things that are sins. So in this last month this is uh, this last night this is a night that we should be worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a night to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and indeed if if a person looks at it 
you know, after everything a person has done, from the fasting, tilawat, and, you know, all the good actions that a person has done in this month, the best action a person can do is continue those actions and not ruin them. And what do I mean by that? When a person waits for the day of Eid and after Eid, they go back to their old self where they don't pray and where they start mocking other people and making fun of other people, you're undoing all of the hard work and all of the hunger and all of the you know sacrifices you've done in this month. And we don't want to undo those things. We want to continue those things. We want to keep our roots in to deen and continue extending our roots into deen so that way the next uh, 11 months we're stronger Muslims. We're better individuals. We have good akhlaq. So it's very important we don't go backwards. We continue forwards and continue those actions that we've done. Now, in this last uh, day of uh, Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's forgiving our sins and He's giving our, our reward. And this is the night that is considered the Laylatul Ja'izah, the, um, the night of reward where everybody gets their word of what they've done. And we have a special case where the day of Eid for us is going to be at home. If not, you know, uh, depending on where the people are, if they can bring their relatives or family members closer together, then it will be they'll be able to pray their prayer of Eid. Uh, but majority of the people because they won't find enough individuals or their families are smaller, they won't be able to find that uh, uh, you know, requirement to pray the, the uh, Eid prayer. But we have to remember that the day of Eid is still the day of Eid. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, That every, every nation, every people have their own uh, festival. And our festival this is our festival, the day of Fitr, the day of Eid. Now, when a person goes into the day of Eid, there's few things that we have to remember. And these are very important, regardless if we're able to meet others, regardless of the circumstances and the, uh, uh, the regulations that have been put for our safety. We have to remember a few things. That on this day of Eid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He forgives and gives the reward for everything that we've done. Right? The night carries on to the day, right? So this day is the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has now given His mercy and we should have full um, full conviction that the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is upon us. We shouldn't think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be uh, unhappy with us and you know the things that are uh, our sins that are left on, we're going to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. We should have full yaqeen full conviction that whatever we have asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it and however we have besieged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive us so on this day of Eid we have to remember that this is a day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive us will give us our uh, um, our reward and in one hadith it mentions that the angels on the day of Eid they will be on the streets and they will be asking uh, uh, each other that these are the people that have fasted and these are the people that have uh, done good actions. And so we see that even on the day of Eid, on the day when people are 
uh, uh, you know, festive, enjoying the malaika, they're working for us. And they're at the streets calling out, Oh Muslims, go to your Lord and get your, get your reward. Get the reward of those actions that you've done. Right? This is the day of a person uh, after a month of fasting, after a month of sacrifice, after a month of sadaqah and charity. Now we are getting the reward. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even boasts about, about this to the angels. That, uh, that when the angels, they saw that Adam alayhi salam was being created, they, they started asking, ya, ya Allah, why are you making this? They're going to make uh, bloodshed on this world. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Inni a'lamu ma la ta'lamun. I know that what you don't know. And this is the reality that now the people who have free wills and desires, we're getting the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a great day. We're getting the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the last part, portion, they will call out, go back to your homes. And remember that your sins have been forgiven. And this is why this day, this day of Eid, is called the Yomul Ja'iza. The day of the reward and the day of uh, 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 recompensation. Now, for majority of us, and I'll go into this right now, inshallah. We're not going to be having an Eid prayer. But what is it that we should be doing? Like I mentioned, the day of Eid in itself is a special day. So just like uh, the other days of Eid, we should be making sure that we do a lot of dua, a lot of uh, ibadat the night before, because this is also a special night. We should follow the sunnahs of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Have uh, 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 you know, good clothes on, take a shower, apply perfume, uh, make sure that our fitrah is paid, right? This is for the poor Muslims. It's good to uh, uh, pay this as soon as possible. And then when we wake up, wake up earlier, pray and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember, this is, this is graduation day for us. This is the day that after all of that hard work, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be giving you His mercy and His forgiveness. Wear good clothes. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have, uh, it was the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to have a breakfast. And this was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to show the fact that this is the day of Eid. And insan and humans, we celebrate through food. Right? So having a breakfast to show and signify that this is the day of Eid, we're not fasting anymore. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to have tamarat and dates. And he would have it in odd number. And then, even though we're doing social distancing, we're not able to have the Eid parties and uh, gather around the family members' houses. We have to remember, this is still the day of Eid. Call your family members, call your friends, you know, FaceTime or do whatever video conferencing you want. Be happy. Right? So, I heard somebody say this week that this feels like an Eid. I'm not even going to be happy. This feels like a day. Is this like any other day? Why should I even wear good clothes? This is not the attitude of a Muslim. This is the day of Eid. Our day of Eid is because we're getting the reward of all of those hard days, the last 30 days. So no matter what it is, no matter how, if we can't wear nice clothes and go to the carnival or go to the friend's house or family member's uh, uh, you know, house and eat good food, we're still in the day of Eid. So we have to be happy. We have to show our happiness. The Prophet ﷺ, he, he would see little girls. In the, in the streets of Medina singing on the day of Eid and he, would, he wouldn't say anything. And he would say, no, 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 this is their day of Eid. Let them, let them enjoy. Give gifts. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentions, give gifts and you will increase in love. And so, 
Remember, this is a day of joy. This is a day of happiness. Now, uh, I'll go over the the day the prayer of Eid itself, as a lot of the people have been asking. The day of Eid, the prayer itself, is uh, something that is uh, uh, required, and if a person has at least three men, including a uh, an imam, so that would be four uh, men. If they have that much, then they can pray the prayer of Eid, right? If if a family is big or you know somebody that you know that is able to join you comfortably uh, with social distancing and everything, then you, if you have four individuals, then you can pray the prayer of Eid. And if you don't, then all you do is just pray, uh, uh, you know, uh, nawafil about two, four, six, whatever you want as a gratitude and a shukr to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So now, if a person does have four individuals that they can pray with, then what they're going to do is they're going to make one of them uh, an imam. And in the time after sunrise till right before the Dhuhr prayer comes in, they'll pray the prayer of Eid. And the Eid prayer, um, it's very simple. It just has six extra takbirat in it according to the Hanafi madhab. Um, what you will do is you will start the prayer, you will say Allahu Akbar, tie your hands, and then you will say three Allahu Akbar, three extra takbirs. One time, Allahu Akbar, put your hands to the side. Another time, put your hands to the side. The third time, tie your hands and then continue into the prayer. Read Surah Fatiha, read Surah, uh, you know, a few ayat, go into Ruku, go into Sajda, then get back up. Now, this is the second rakat. Now, in the second rakat, you do the same thing. You start, uh, not the same thing as the first rakat, but you read a Surah Fatiha and you read. Uh, um, another surah or some ayat and then now in the second rakat what's different is right before going into ruku right before going into ruku now you will say the extra takbirat you will raise your hands you will say Allahu Akbar put them to the side one do it again Allahu Akbar put it to the side two and then lastly uh, say Allahu Akbar put them to the side three and then now finally say Allahu Akbar to go into ruku right this is a simple way to pray the Eid prayer. Uh, inshallah, more details are uh, on uh, online for on ICF's website. Inshallah, the brothers and sisters can uh, uh, see that. And uh, there's also a khutbah that happens after the prayer. And that is a sunnah khutbah. If a person doesn't know how to do it or they feel that it's uh, too intimidating, then if they leave it out, their prayer will still be valid. But there is a khutbah that should be done. Uh, it's a very short khutbah, right? You can use the summarized version and uh, you read the first part, sit down, then read the second part, and now it's done. It is from the uh, from the time of the Prophet wasallam on the day of Eid, they would give dua to each other, the companions, and to show their joy and their happiness. You know, subhanAllah, you can imagine how much the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, what efforts they put in the, day, uh, the month of Ramadan. And then at the end of this month of Ramadan, they tell each other, Taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from your actions and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from my actions. Right? The month of Ramadan, it's coming to an end, but it's not, it's not gone yet. Right? If we haven't used this month in the beginning, in the middle, in the last portions, we still have some time. We still have some time to make, make up for whatever we've done. And make up and connect and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get His mercy, get His forgiveness. And... Know that whatever action that we've done, it's not uh, uh, waste. It's not wasted. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be uh, allowing us and gave us that uh, divine enablement to do those actions. And we, ha we have to have shukr and gratitude for that. Right? And this is the only way that we will be able to do more and more actions. لَإِن شَكَرَتُكُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ That if you thank me, then I will most definitely increase you. And the last reminder is that day, the night of uh, the day of Eid, we have to do, uh, you know, ibadat, dua, and remember that this is a special night. The, there's two khutbas in the day of Eid. So you pray the two rakats, and then you have the first khutbah, you read that first khutbah, you sit down, and then you get back up and you read the second khutbah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to understand this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our uh, fasting. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our uh, uh, tilawat of Qur'an, our khatam of Qur'an. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to continue these uh, uh, blessed actions throughout the rest of the year. We don't have to wait for the month of Ramadan to make a change in our life. We don't have to make a wait for the month of Ramadan and see, okay, now the month of Ramadan is here. What will I change and how will I become better? The whole year is here for us so that we can change ourselves, become better individuals. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us His love and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give uh, the love of the pious actions and pious characteristics and qualities that we should be having. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين سبحان ربك رب العزة ما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين